0: Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast.
1: Back and better than ever, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the Goodyear hotline, and here we go. We've got games tonight, honest-to-goodness football, plus the biggest trade in 100 years, and two huge guests, Chris Collinsworth and Dan Deardoff, all ready to go. Let's do this. Here we go. Go, go.
0: Only one place to start.
1: And that... One place that we start is with the football games that we have tonight and with a statement that was released yesterday by the Dallas Cowboys verified Twitter account. Unlike any statement I've ever seen, I've never seen a team tweet the following. They tweeted this. It's not a setback and it's not a reason to worry, but quarterback Dak Prescott is planning on getting another MRI. And they link that to a story about Dak Prescott getting another MRI. And here's what I'll say. They keep telling us everything is fine. They actually use the words, not a reason to worry. Every word they have said suggests that. Every action they have taken suggests the opposite. July 28th is the day that he started feeling pain. Have you watched Hard Knocks this week? If you haven't, I'll tell you what you're missing. You're missing Dak Prescott grimacing in obvious pain and Mike McCarthy, the head coach of the Cowboys, being noticeably and openly concerned about it. It does not look like nothing. And then we were told, well, it's just day-to-day, just going to be a day-to-day thing. Then a week went by, then another week went by, a preseason game came and went, the Hall of Fame game. Now here we are, he's had one MRI and after having two days in which he threw the ball and not particularly hard in either one, he's having another MRI and the things he's saying now are not about being ready to throw the ball again tomorrow, they're about trying to be ready for the opener which means that if he doesn't play in a preseason game until the opener, the first snap he will take in anger since he suffered one of the worst and most hideous injuries that you've ever seen in your entire life will come four weeks from tonight in a regular season game against JPP and Vita Vea and a mean, nasty, scary Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. So I'll make this straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. I'm not here to tell you that this injury is something that's going to keep him out for the season. But I'm here to tell you this isn't nothing. There's no way in the world this is nothing. Dak Prescott's arm is bothering him. And when that is the case, in the early part of August, every quarterback I've talked to on television over the course of the last two weeks tells me it's a problem. Because that is the one thing you cannot rest. They don't have a bunch of other people out there who are going to throw the ball. From now until in a perfect world, February, and certainly at minimum the end of December, He's going to be throwing the ball basically every day. And so if this thing doesn't get to be 100% fine really soon, it's going to be a problem. So I think that is the reality of where we are with Dak Prescott. When when they tweet words like it's not a reason to worry, I, I think that it really depends on how you define worry. This is not something that's going to keep him from starting week one against Tampa. That's not what I'm here telling you. What I am here telling you is that this isn't nothing. That it is a problem and it is something they're going to have to deal with. And at some point, it does run the risk of becoming something that interferes with their chances of doing special things this season. Which their fans and their owner always expect them to do. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Meanwhile...
0: At the end of this year, we all know you're going to be going someplace else, but if you play well, we have a chance to win right now. He's our best quarterback in the building right now, so there's no open competition right now in terms of they're getting equal reps with the same group. Jimmy's coming in as the one, Jimmy and Trey's coming in as the
2: two. Trust me, just like everybody in here in our city, I want Justin Fields to be electric. If we go out and do anything, then... That's
1: pretty much a clean like. Oh, uh, we got training camp quarterback battles. We got two games tonight. We got all sorts of interesting stuff. What you did not hear in that little piece of production that our team did a nice job of putting together was the voice of Urban Meyer because no one in their right mind thinks there's a quarterback battle in Jacksonville except Urban Meyer. In the last hour, Urban Meyer said that the starting quarterback job for the Jacksonville Jaguars is an open competition between Trevor Lawrence the generational prospect number one overall pick, and Gardner Minshew, best known for his funky and unique look. That's an open competition, and he refused to name a starter for the preseason opener Saturday night against Cleveland. What the heck is Urban talking about? Like, what is that? Urban Meyer did not decide to leave television, to leave college, and to step into the abyss of the National Football League because it was his dream in life to coach Gardner Minshew. He came to Jacksonville because they had the first pick and because the first pick equaled Trevor Lawrence. I guess, does that necessitate that Trevor Lawrence will be the starting quarterback week one? I guess not. But there's nothing more surprising that could happen in any NFL training camp this year than the season starting and week one when the Jaguars play at Houston, the quarterback of Jacksonville being Gardner Minshew and not being Trevor Lawrence. That would be the biggest surprise that I could ever possibly imagine happening tonight. Meanwhile, we have the Washington football team against the Patriots tonight. That is an interesting spot. We will see for New England, both of their quarterbacks. We will see Cam and Mac Jones. I had Mike Reese on TV this morning. He covers the Patriots for us. He told us the, the words that he used was that, um, that Mac Jones was making people pay attention to the performance that he is putting together. I think Mac Jones is coming on fast I think he has an excellent chance. I think he is worth watching tonight. You want to see how good Cam looks tonight? Let's see how good Mac Jones wins tonight. I think Mac Jones is trending towards being the starting quarterback for the Patriots sooner rather than later. I don't know if it means week one, but I think sooner rather than later. The other game tonight is Steelers and Eagles, and I will say this again. The Steelers, and we won't see a whole lot of it tonight. The Steelers offense, the Steelers in general are so much better than anyone is giving them credit for being. The Steelers were 12 and 4 last year. Their quarterback is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Their coach is a Hall of Famer. Their defense is elite, top 5 in the league across the board, and their offensive weapons Have are people like Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson and Juju Smith-Schuster and Eric Ebron and a tight end whose name you better get used to hearing named Pat Fryermuth, who they they call Baby Gronk. He looks just like Gronk, coming out of Penn State, and everyone says he looks great. And, oh, by the way, they've got Najee Harris. The Steelers, if their offensive line is anything but horrific, they're going to be good. Now, I know that's a big if. I know if your offensive line stinks, then basically nothing else matters. But I think the Steelers have a chance to be a lot better this year. Rumors of their demise have been greatly, greatly exaggerated. I am Greeny, and we're presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $700 on average. Call or click today. Find out if they could save you hundreds on your car insurance. One more thing I wanted to share before I, I uh, hit pause here, and I've got Chris Collinsworth coming today, and I've got Dan Dierdorf coming today. Buster's going to jump in with a bunch of baseball, so we're going to be jam-packed. But my favorite story of the day yesterday is this. J.R. Smith, longtime NBA veteran, you know J.R. obviously, is petitioning the NCAA to allow him to play golf after enrolling at North Carolina a and A spokesman for the school told ESPN that J.R. is officially enrolled in the school and has petitioned to be eligible to play. His clock to compete as a collegiate athlete has not started. He went directly from high school to the NBA. Athletes, as you know, get five years to to put together four years of eligibility. He told reporters that he decided to go back to school after a conversation with Basketball Hall of Famer Ray Allen, who was also a devoted golf nut. But I have unique insight here. J.R. Smith is a stick. J.R. Smith and I play golf at the same place I, I haven't seen him there in a while he, i don't know where he is right now i guess he's at north carolina a&t but he and i are members of the same club i have seen him play a lot his index is a 4.7 and that's with him just messing around if and i assume from this jr is starting to take the game really seriously because when i would see him play a lot he was still in the nba So if he has nothing to do right now but work on his golf game, I think he has a chance to be really good. I hope this happens. I'm dying to see J.R. Smith competing in college golf. Who among us doesn't want to see that? I've often wondered about this stuff. Remember there was a quarterback named Drew Henson at Michigan, and they let him play college football after he had played pro baseball for the Yankees? I always wondered about former athletes with eligibility left who could go back and get a degree and play a different sport. Nuno, turn the microphone on. Let me ask you about this. LeBron James still has eligibility left. (laughs) LeBron James didn't go to college. He has four years of eligibility. Russell Westbrook was just talking the other day about how he didn't get his, he regrets not getting his degree from UCLA. Could you imagine Russell Westbrook like as a running back in the NFL? Could you imagine LeBron? He never stops talking about how much he loves Football, he could be a a tight end and a a pass rush specialist. Like, I would like to see this happen, that athletes, after they finish in one sport, who still have college eligibility left, go back and play in college in another sport. I'm all in on this, Nuno.
0: I agree. It's actually one of, you know, it's one of your great ideas. Let's do it. LeBron's just talked a lot of junk about how great he would be in football.
1: Yes. And and he was in high school, right? Right. So let's see it. Let's see you go out there and do this. Allen Iverson was a great High school quarterback they're, I mean, these guys, they're so freakishly athletic. You know that at one point in their lives, they were dominating in other sports. And this day and age, so many times when kids are young, we have them focusing in on just one sport, which is a terrible mistake. But one way or another, I'm only sort of kidding, <laughs> which is to say, I know this will never happen. I know we will never see LeBron James playing for UCLA or Anthony Davis going back and playing tight end at Kentucky or anything like that. But how much would you love to see it? All right, Greeny with you. Chris Collinsworth uh, continues what has been a week filled with NFL legends. We'll talk with him. Dan Dierdorf coming later. Buster coming later. We're just getting started. I'm Greeny on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by.
0: 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Greeny, the podcast
1: Tis Greeny on ESPN radio presented by progressive insurance in 30 seconds. The one and only Chris Collinsworth joins me on the Goodyear hotline. We'll get into the opener, which of course they have on NBC, which is four weeks from tonight, Tampa and Dallas and a whole lot more. And I will ask Chris if he will tell us a story about one of the most famous games of all time. We'll do all that in 30 seconds after this word from ZipRecruiter. What if you could put the same time of rigor that the pro leagues use for players into your hiring process? Well, you can when you use ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter's technology finds qualified candidates for your open roles and proactively presents them to you. And You can invite your top choices to apply for your job. It's no wonder that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free At this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny at ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y. And without further ado, I am delighted to welcome back. It feels like football because Chris Collinsworth is back with me on ESPN Radio. Good morning, Chris Collinsworth. Greeny, what's happening, brother? Uh, I am well, and you and Al are getting set again four weeks from tonight, the number one show on television for the last forever Uh, And it will start with a bang. And I have so many things to get into with you here. And so let's start right there with that one. You will have Tampa and Dallas, which is obviously a ridiculously good game to start. So the Buccaneers bring back everybody. And there is reason to think that Tom Brady, now that he's actually been there and seen it and didn't have to go through uh, the ridiculousness of last offseason, I think there's reason to think the Buccaneers should be better. What does that mean for everybody else in the NFL?
2: Um. I think you're right. I, I think they are justified in being uh, the, the the number one seed, if you will, going in. Um, and, and I say that a lot based on what they've done um, uh, on the defensive side. I, I mean, what what they did against Kansas City. And I know that Mahomes was hurt, and I know all the different things that happened in that Super Bowl, uh, but that was an impressive defense last year. And I think they're going to get better. Uh, Vita Vea comes back in at the nose tackle position. He came back late. He's a, he's a trained killer. Mm -hmm. Um, Everything I've heard out of Joe Tryon, he's been great off the edge. Um, Devin White, Levante David inside, you know, they just have it across the board. And I, I think they were one of those teams that defensively, um, they they emerged like it, my, I was on a Super Bowl team in 88 as well. We drafted a bunch of cornerbacks in 87. You know, they got beat up. They they weren't very good. And then in 88 the next year, they come back and, and they're good. And Carlton Davis and Sean Murphy Bunting and Jamel Bean and Antoine Winfield, all these young kids sort of just grew into a unit uh, and they're good. But, uh, you know, then you take their offensive side of the ball. I mean, who has better receivers than these guys do? I mean, Antonio Brown comes in as like a, a bonus part to this team at the end of the year with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. And I, I mean, it just, it all came together. They didn't have an off season. They didn't have anything to really build around early. They go seven and five to start the year. They went eight or nine in a row and win the Super Bowl. So, so they're, they're the favorite going into this for sure.
1: And of course, all of that around the, the most decorated player in the history of the sport in Tom Brady. Like, what, what is the right thing to say about this now? Like, like I, I don't have adjectives. I don't have an explanation. He just turned 44 years old. No one seems to be loving what they're doing more than he does right now. He feels like he's been rejuvenated to some degree. Um, when you see him, he looks younger, just, just without a uniform, and he looks younger than he did 15 years ago. What, what do we say about Tom Brady right now?
2: I say, as impressive as it's been, um, and it's been absolutely amazing, nothing he's done would make me eat the amount of guacamole that he eats. <laughs> you know I, I I just don't care. I, I don't want to be that great. I don't want to be that good. I don't I don't want to live that lifestyle. I want to have a hamburger every once in a while, but he has for the last twenty years sacrificed everything. You know, you think about it. He, is, he has not taken the money that he could have taken and, and was owed because of his play. Uh, he has been so disciplined with the way that he eats. Um, he married into a family that allowed him to not have to take the kind of salary that, that he would have ordinarily probably been deserving of. Um, and, and I think that when your top guy and when the guy who's won seven Super Bowls is making sacrifices, it makes it a lot easier for the coach to go back and ask for other people to sacrifice. And I thought that had something to do with why all the coaches, all the players return, you know, even, you know, Antonio Brown said, all right, I did it. You know, Tom Brady's doing it. I'll do it. Let's go win another ring.
1: I, that's really well said and extremely funny. Chris Collinsworth with me here on the Goodyear Hotline, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. Again, the season starts four weeks from tonight, Thursday, September 9th. Chris and Al and everybody at NBC have Tom Brady and the Bucs against Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. So let's let's get to them. You know, the Cowboys look great because, you know, it's August and and every year in August, everyone thinks the Cowboys are going to be great. It's all the months that come after that, that sometimes things go a little sideways for them. But you know what it's like. You must hear all the same things I do from all the Cowboy fans everywhere. They're going to win the Super Bowl every year. This injury with Dak notwithstanding, they have added a bunch of pieces and they they do look like they've remade their defense. What is your sense of how good the Cowboys are going to be this year?
2: I think it has nothing to do with the offense. I I think they have a chance to be better, assuming Dak is okay. You know, there's something a little uncomfortable. I know he's going back in for another MRI today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But there's something a little uncomfortable when your quarterback comes up with this kind of injury early. And clearly, you take Dak out, and it's over, right? You just forget about it at that point. Mm -hmm. Uh, Zeke looks good. You know, he looks better. Their offensive line basically played without their three best linemen. Uh, most of the year, Tyron Smith, Lyle Collins, Zach Martin, all missed way too much time. I think that's why Zeke had a bad year, an off year, whatever you want to call it. But uh, I think I, I don't worry about the offense. I think the offense is going to be great. Uh, defensively, they were planning on taking a cornerback in the top ten pick, or I think it was pick number ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, both the guys they wanted were gone. They go back in and they end up getting Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons looks great um, out of Penn State. He's a, but he's a linebacker. And if I would have said what's the one position that these guys are really deep, uh, I would say linebacker. They didn't need another linebacker, mm-hmm. but now you're going to have Vander Esch. You're going to have Jalen Smith. They're going to play Keanu Neal in there. Jabril Cox. Uh, you know, all these guys are are going to be vying for that linebacker position, and most. General managers would tell you that that's not what you want to prioritize on defense. You want pass rushers. You want cornerbacks. Those are the two positions that, uh, that you're going to want to see the most. So um, can they piece it together? Uh, I, I think so. Dan Quinn's a, a good coach. He had success in Seattle. Uh, that Seattle defense uh, has been copied a lot around the league. A lot of teams know how to attack it now in a way they didn't. When Seattle was the only one running it, and the Legion of Boom and all those guys were great, uh, so we'll see. I, 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 they were not good on defense last year, and if they can get back to average. Uh, Dallas should win this division.
1: Greeny and Chris Collins with, with me again. He will have the Cowboys and Bucks for the opener. Quick moment here. If you're not getting the new Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 3 5G or Z Flip 3 5G, you're doing it wrong. Pre-order now to get up to $200 in Samsung.com credit, valid through August 26th. All supplies last at select retailers. See additional terms and conditions at Samsung.com. W- one other thing, Chris, I- I'm dying to hear your perspective on everything that's happened with Aaron Rodgers. That was the big story of the offseason. I don't have the whole schedule in front of me, but I'm sure you guys will have them. Glamour team, glamour player, really, really good team and a, a very, very unusual circumstance, to say the least. What is your take on all that's happened with Aaron Rodgers and your expectation for where it goes?
2: Um, I, I loved where Aaron was a year ago. I mean, Jordan Love gets drafted. He's mad. He's angry. If you know Aaron at all, and I, I know you do, uh, he, is, he has as much of a chip on his shoulder as any human being I've ever seen, especially any successful human being that I've ever seen. Uh, and he carried it well. Um, this year, you know, you just wonder what is all of this going to do? Um, you know, he was all in last year. Uh, he was, he was angry. He worked out. He was, you know, he was in, but I thought the biggest thing with Aaron last year was he, he really bought into Lafleur's offense. Um, the year before and the few years before I sort of thought that he was looking to scramble before he was giving the play a chance. Mm -hmm. Um, last year I thought he gave the play a chance. So his movement skills became a little bit more of a complementary part of his offense, uh, and he turned into the MVP of the league. So I think that he will have even more confidence in that offense uh, going forward this year, uh, which will be a good sign for Green Bay as well. I I don't know what's going to happen next year, though. Maybe there's a reason that um, the Denver Broncos – Drafted a cornerback because maybe that's what the Green Bay Packers wanted at mm-hmm. the end of this. I, I don't know, mm-hmm. um, but I, I don't think it's I don't think it's over. I think it's I think it's finished for this year. I think he'll settle in. I think they'll all kumbaya this thing this year and make a run at a Super Bowl. Uh, but from you know reading between the lines and what you hear, it's like okay, I'm giving you a year, which is kind of interesting because it's what Peter King proposed in some article long ago but I, I I do think that might happen I do think he'll play a year in Green Bay and I would put it at least 50 50 that he's out of here after a year maybe I'm wrong that's my gut
1: no I I agree I think I think even likelier than that depending on how things go by the way I do have your schedule here now you will see them week three you've got Green Bay at San Francisco week three and then if these games don't get flexed they'll play Chicago on Sunday night in the week 14 Uh, and then Minnesota the last week of the season, but we all know that one always could be changed. All right, one more thing, Chris. I'm I'm dying to ask you one more thing.
0: Just going to sit back and have a little story time.
1: Tell me a story. So as I I do a lot of NFL Legends this week, my favorite thing is just hearing you guys tell great stories about legendary games. So I'm just going to say a date, Chris, and you tell me what you remember. January 10th, 1982. Tell me about that day.
2: January tenth, nineteen eighty two. Is that the freeze bowl game?
1: Yes, it was negative fifty nine in Cincinnati, and you were a a rookie on the Bengals playing in the AFC championship game.
2: I remember waking up that day and the guy on the clock radio said, Ladies and gentlemen, it is nine below zero. <laughs> the wind is blowing thirty five miles an hour. <laughs> Whatever you do don't let your dog outside <laughs> 59 below zero and chill factor. And we go into the locker room and, um, I, 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 I come walking in and I see everybody crowded around a box in the middle of the room. And I'm, I'm going, all right, you know, if it's free, it's for me. It's something that somebody gave us something to, for something. And I go walking over And I look down inside, and there are 50 pair of Hanes queen-size (laughs) pantyhose. Now, this is well before Under Armour, all that other stuff. 50 pair, and everybody of all shapes and sizes are grabbing for these Hanes queen-size underwear. And the one image I'll never get out of my head is of Pete Johnson, our fullback, walking around... (laughs) in these <laughs> paints, uh, queen-size pantyhose and going how do i look how do i look i said you look fat that's what you look like yes that's it and then towards the end we get it's like an hour from the game we go they go all right guys it's time to go warm up and i'm like wait a minute let me get this right in my rookie year out of the university of florida you want me to leave this 72 degree locker room? <laughs> To go out there in fifty nine below zero to to warm up, are you stupid? I go, are you talking about? And but I'll I'll never. I went outside the first time, and I didn't make it ten feet outside the door. I go, my face feels like it's going to bleed. It feels like it's going to crack. So they put Vaseline all over your face. Anything that was exposed. That was really the only thing that was exposed. But the first time in that game that I got hit. I I caught a little pass over the middle and a guy hit me not too hard, but it felt like the only way I could describe it is if you took a sledgehammer to a mirror and watch it crumble to the ground, that's what happened on that play. I mean, I literally in 5,000 pieces crumbled to the ground and I, it was I, I it was the most horrific day of all time. But we won the game. Kenny Anderson was brilliant. Uh he could throw it through those thirty five mile an hour winds. Dan Ross was great. Uh and we go on to the Super Bowl from there. It was it was pretty amazing.
1: It's one of the most Remember, they call it the freezer game. I had Fouts on here uh some months ago and asked him about that day and his recollections are similar to yours, but that's my favorite line. Whatever you do, don't let your dog outside today. It was unbelievable.
2: I go, <laughs> why, why is this dog ain't going anywhere? What am I doing? <laughs> uh,
1: that is awesome. Again, uh, NBC will have the opener four weeks from tonight. The Bucks and the Cowboys, and I hope we'll be doing this regularly through the season. Chris, a pleasure. We look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks a million.
2: Bye, Greeny. Good talking to you. Bob. You
1: too. Take care. That's Chris Collinsworth again. They're so good. He and Alan and the entire group, and we look forward to that. I love that story. See, I love Nuno. That's my favorite thing. My favorite thing is, is because, and maybe this is just a function of my age. You tell me. I'm 54, so I remember that game like it was yesterday. That was the game that came the week after. Almost everyone is aware of the legendary Kellen Winslow game. Kellen Winslow plays one of the greatest games of all time, the Dolphins and the Chargers. The Chargers beat Miami. That's the hook and lateral game. It's one of the greatest and most famous games of all time, and Kellen Winslow gets carried off the field at the end. The Chargers beat the the, the Dan Fouts, Air Coriel Chargers, beat uh, Miami with Shula and all that to go to the championship game. And they're this high-flying, unbelievable offense. I loved watching them. And they go to Cincinnati, and it is negative 59 degrees outside and you just heard collinsworth tell the story that the guy on the radio said whatever you do don't let your dog go outside today now i could i could listen to those stories for the rest of my life nuno you're a little younger than me what, what is your reaction i love it i think those are some of the best interviews when you listen to guys just tell those old stories you don't get enough of that Like, I would like that. They should set aside some time. Like, Al should at some point just set aside some time during the game and be like, Chris, just tell me an unbelievable story about a famous game you played in. Think about two of the games Chris Collinsworth played in. He's so well-known now as an announcer because he's been one for so long that I don't know that people remember he was a terrific receiver. Chris Collinsworth was an excellent player. Parenthetically, my buddy Chris Carter, the Hall of Fame receiver, Changed his name, spells his name without an H, C R I S, because he grew up idolizing Chris Collinsworth in Ohio. That's that's how he got to be Chris Carter with a without an H with a C R I S. But anyway, Collinsworth was a terrific player, and he's on that Cincinnati team that plays in in the fifty nine degree below zero game, and then of course he's on the Cincinnati team that loses to Montana and John Taylor in the final minute in, in one of the great Super Bowls of all time. So he was on the field for some legendary games and moments and plays, and I really enjoy those. We will have a Dan Durdorf coming up a little later and a whole lot more. But you know what? We've not done enough this week. We've not had enough time for you. So let's just do what's on your mind here. I want to hear from you. There's a lot going on in sports. Let's hear what you're most interested in. My number is 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888 I want to hear what's on your mind in the world of sports right after this word from Select Quote. So, you know, before last year, some things were low on our to-do list, but life insurance can no longer be one of them, especially now. Your family is your number one priority, and if you're like me with a wife and kids, you need to protect them. Life insurance provides you with peace of mind. It'll do that for you. And you don't want just anyone for this. You need a pro. You need SelectQuote. They've been around over 35 years. Over 2 million families have trusted them. SelectQuote comparison shops, highly rated insurance companies like Prudential, Banner Life, Mutual of Omaha, others to impartially find you the company with the best rates. Their technology quickly matches your needs with the best insurance company. Find your best policy. You will be surprised how affordable a policy can be. And quotes are free. So don't put this off another day. Get your free quote today by calling 800-881-6868. That's 800-881-6868. Or go to selectquote.com. That's selectquote.com. Your call's next on ESPN Radio.
0: Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Greeny, the podcast.
1: Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Cars, homes, boats, motorcycles, RVs, and more at Progressive.com. I've done a lot of talking so far today. Now it's your turn. My number is 888-SAY-ESPN. I want to know what's on your mind during this very busy little stretch of time in the world of sports. Who's doing the phone calls today, Noons? It is the better Devin. Okay. (laughs) Not the one you're used to. (laughs) Not the lesser Devin. We have a new and improved Devin. Devin, who is our first caller? We're going to go Landon in PA. All right. Landon, what's on your mind? Two things for you real quick. Number one, um, I'm tired of everybody talking trash on Big Bet. He's in the best shape of his life. I think
2: he's going to have a great year. And number two, do you think there's any validity to to, uh, James Washington wanting a trade?
1: Uh, Well, the answer to the first one, well, I agree with you on the first one. The answer to your second one is yes. My understanding is that he does want to trade, and understandably so, because he's never going to get on the field. Because they have three better receivers than he is, and he's really good. And Maybe you weren't with me at the beginning of the show today, Landon, but I opened today by – part of my open today was talking about the the two games tonight, including the Steelers, and we won't see most of these guys tonight, including Ben, but the Steelers – have a sneaky great arsenal of weapons. I'll just run through the names again for those of you just joining me. Chase Claypool, Juju Smith-Schuster, Deontay Johnson. You mentioned James Washington again. He seems to want to be traded because he's never going to get on the field. They have two tight ends. They have Eric Ebron, and they drafted this guy. I'm telling you, remember the name Pat Fryermuth. not that you would ever forget that name. But in college, they called him Baby Gronk at Penn State. He looks like Gronk and plays like Gronk. And then they have Najee Harris. Well, I think it was the best offensive weapon in the entire draft. So if the offensive line can play at all, I think that the Steelers have a chance to surprise a lot of people and be pretty good. Landon, thank you for the call. Devin, who's next? Matthew, Connecticut. Matthew, you're on ESPN radio. What's on your mind?
2: Yeah. So the Cowboys, Chris Collinsworth just said they have too many linebackers. We know they have a billion wide receivers. How come they don't have a backup quarterback who you can trust <laughs> two games when your starter just missed a year and you don't know what he's gonna be like coming in. If they had Nick Bowles or Andy Dalton, would you feel better about Dak maybe missing the start of the season?
1: Hey, listen, I mean your 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 tone Answers your own question. You're obviously a thousand percent right. You sound like a frustrated Cowboy fan, which is good because in my opinion, at least you are a realistic person as opposed to the other Cowboy fans who are annihilating me on Twitter because I like to make my favorite joke, which is that the Cowboys are always the best team in the NFL in July and August. It's just the months that end in ember that they usually have a problem. Um, But but yes, that's a legitimate concern. The Dak thing is a legitimate concern. They do not have A backup quarterback you feel confident in. Now, Dalton looked terrible playing for them last year, too. So I don't know how much better you would feel. But, yes, you would feel better having a backup like him on your roster right now if Dak has to miss the start of the season. Now, I I will repeat, I don't expect that. I think Dak will play. But I think this will be an injury that will be a factor through much of the season. That's what all the quarterbacks I've talked to have told me. Graney with you on ESPN Radio. Devin, who's next? We're going to go with Eric in Michigan. All right, Eric, what's on your mind? Hey, Greeny, this is Eric from Michigan. Long-time caller. Appreciate what you do. Thank you.
2: I was just wondering,
1: you think it's make it or break it year for Jim Harbaugh? For John or Jim Harbaugh? Jim Harbaugh. Well, no. I mean, look, here's what I keep saying. I'm sorry to say this to you, Eric, if this hurts your feelings. I did an entire essay about this on the TV show. The biggest problem in Michigan is unrealistic expectations. Do you know the last time the University of Michigan won an outright national championship in college football was the 1940s? Do you know that they have shared a combined total of one national championship since then? Are you aware that Bo Schembechler won zero national titles? Jim Harbaugh is not the reason they're not as good as Ohio State. He is not the reason that they're not winning national championships. He is He is not the reason they're doing it, obviously. And that's what people expected him to do when he got there. But I'm just not sure that's a realistic expectation at this point. And what I would say about Jim is, and I know that I'm predisposed to defending him. I like him. I've known Jim for, my goodness, it's got to be close at this point to 30 years. He was the quarterback of the Bears when I covered them. And I think he's a very good coach. And look, last year was a disaster, but last year was a, a ridiculous year. And he has not done what people expected from him in Ann Arbor. And I will admit, even I expected them. But at the end of the day, if you're going to get rid of Jim, where are you going? You brought back your legendary alum who has had enormous success everywhere he's gone on both the college and pro level. Great success at Stanford. Great success at San Diego on the college level. Great success in San Francisco on the pro level and was a really good NFL player. He's like the highest profile guy you could have possibly gotten. We'll ask Dierdorf. I've got Dan Dudorf coming up in 40 minutes. He's a Michigan legend. I'll ask him what – in fact, I think, does he still do the Michigan games on radio? He may. I'll find that out at some point here in a minute. But the point is, their season wasn't anywhere near what they expected it to be last year. And the Harbaugh tenure in general hasn't been what they would have wanted or expected it to be. But I would just say, if not him, then who? Like, who are you getting? Who are you going out and hiring that will make your fans excited and that, that you say is a sure bet to do better? I would I would stay with Jim a little bit longer and see what happens. Now, how much longer? I don't know. You can't have too many more seasons like the one you had last year. That's different. It's one thing not to beat Ohio State. It's another thing to be, I think, two and four, whatever they were last year. But again, the COVID stuff, I think, was such a factor in so many things that happened last season that I don't, I don't want to say you discount it. But I will say a mulligan feels appropriate under the circumstances. We'll see. Uh, this is Greeny. If you're not getting the new Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 3 a 5G or Z Flip 3 5G, you're doing it wrong. Pre-order now to get up to $200 in Samsung.com credit. Valid through August 26, while supplies last at select retailers. See additional terms and conditions at Samsung.com. Dan Dierdorf on our next hour, ESPN Radio.
0: Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN radio and see it with the video on ESPN plus also catch greedy on get up weekday mornings
2: at eight on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.